Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip comes from a listener who has upgraded her to-do lists by giving all tasks a time frame. People love to hate to-do lists, and certainly many people don't use them effectively. Over the years, lots of people have sent me one study that found that about half of the tasks on people's to-do lists are done in a day, but 41% are never done at all. I have to confess that I find this bewildering. There's absolutely no point in putting something on a to-do list if you don't actually intend to do it. I could see maybe one task every few days not happening because of something truly unforeseen. But it's the nature of life for stuff to come up. This is not a surprise. If 41% of items aren't getting done, there's a mismatch between people's intentions and reality. One of the most important mismatches is a gap between how much time is available and how much time the items on a to-do list will take to get done. 15 hours of tasks don't fit in five hours of time. And by the way, five hours of tasks is about all you can reasonably commit to ahead of time during an eight-hour workday. But listener Ginger has come up with a strategy to mitigate this common time-planning fallacy. As she puts it, my productivity hack is to use to-do timelines instead of to-do lists. She explains, the reason for this is that if I have an unstructured workday, something she says is rare but can happen, I easily get distracted and end up wasting half of the day without getting anything done. So I change up my to-do list to look like this. In her email, she listed out her tasks with a time frame next to all of them. For instance, 8.10 to 8.30, she would make her to-do timeline. From 8.30 to 9.15, she'd check email. From 9.15 to 11 o'clock, she'd review training materials. From 11 to 11.30, she'd create a training schedule. From 11.30 to 11.45, she would send an email about supplies. 11.45 to 12.30, she'd work on one of her job-specific projects. 12.30 to 13.30, a meeting about a different project. 13.30 to 14.30, she says on her schedule, lunch. Now, if you can convert those 24-hour clock entries to conversational time, you'll notice that Ginger's to-do timeline ends at 2.30 p.m. This does not mean her day ends then, however. This is her acknowledging reality. I never schedule out the whole day because other things come up, she says. Maybe a colleague emails that he forgot to tell her about a meeting, but they really need her input. Or a manager needs a quick turnaround on something. If Ginger doesn't have the whole day scheduled, she can regroup to deal with these things. Once I get to the end of my to-do timeline, I review what I was able to get completed, what still needs to be done, and what else popped up, she says. And I create another timeline for the rest of the day. The brilliance of Ginger's approach is that she recognizes that all tasks take time. If you are not willing to assign a task a time, that means there's a high chance you are not going to do it. I mean, maybe a time will magically appear, but probably not. So if you'd like to create smarter to-do lists, take some time the night before or in the morning to think through what you'd like to accomplish. Keep the list short. Write out when you will do everything. Don't fill all available time in case you're wrong on how long something takes or in case things come up. But if you do keep doing this, 
your to-do lists are far more likely to become lists of accomplishment rather than sources of guilt. How do you structure your to-do lists? You can let me know at Before Breakfast Podcast at iheartmedia.com. And if you have a strategy like Ginger's that makes you more productive and you'd like to share it with fellow listeners, please let me know that too. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.